When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Beaver Sports Podcast, brought to you by Hum Kombucha. It's feel-good, taste-good kombucha, packed with probiotics and boosted with B12 vitamins. Brewed in Bend, Oregon for Beaver Nation. Here are your hosts, Mike Parker and John Warren. Hi again, everybody, and welcome in to this week's edition of the Beaver Sports Podcast. As always, brought to you by Hum Kombucha, handcrafted with love in Bend for Beaver Nation. Busy, delicious, made with antioxidants, probiotics, and all organic ingredients, Hum Kombucha. It is a pleasure to talk Oregon State football with one of the great young men in the program that we are looking forward to seeing on the field in 2020, <laughs> maybe even into 2021. Who knows? We're No one really knows that at the moment, but Jaden Grant joins us, a redshirt junior coming up in 2020, coming off an exciting year last year, healthy and ready to make a huge contribution for the Beavers when the season gets rolling again. Jaden, thanks for taking time for us. How are you today, and how's life in the quarantine world? How you how you handling all of that? How you doing, Mike? Thanks for having me. You bet. Mm-hmm. During this quarantine, it's been um, it's been definitely times where we're all adapting, um, all the family under the same roof, um, getting used to that again, and then just finding ways to get back to your routine and um, get your work done. How are, how's that looking for you? What kind of work are you getting in? What kind of workouts have you been provided by Coach Mack and the staff? I mean, how how much are you able to get done? How's that going? Uh, Coach Mack, they uh, they really did a really good job of um, giving us detailed instructions for workouts before we left and throughout this time. So they'll call in and, and check in on us. And then um, they made like three different types of workout plans, I believe. That's um, one if you have access to a gym. And then uh, one, if you have like kind of weights and stuff like that at your house. And then the third option is if you have nothing, just a lot of body weight stuff and, um, you know, things that you can still do to get stronger and lift. So, um, how's up to them for, you know, keeping us all prepared during this time and, um, able to still get quality lifts in. What do you have, uh, at your disposal, Jaden? Um, there's a gym that I, I, I do train at, um, me and Trevon Bradford have been going there since, since it started, and uh, we usually go hit like plyometrics and you know speed agility, 
during the day, and then we'll go back and lift at night, and then um, yoga on uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Jaden, this is John Warren with Mike. How how do you feel about you know where you're at? I mean, it, have you had enough opportunity for workouts? Um, definitely. I, I would say, in a weird way, um, you're kind of able to create your own schedule now as far as um, workouts and stuff. You don't have you know set times that you work out in the morning. So I say you have a lot more free time, you know, to work in, you know, to build your work in around, you know, your responsibilities like your schoolwork. Um, so in that regard, I think I definitely have more, you know, more flexibility with um, being able to choose different times to, you know, work out. And then also, you know, get some extra work in in those, in those times as well. And Jaden, how do you feel physically? I mean, you've gone through so much in your career yeah. from an injury standpoint, but it was so exciting to see you get – a pick six last year, two big picks in, in exciting games is such a part of a – it was a thrill to know all that you'd been through to have a moment like that against Washington to get the kind of a game-sealing pick at Cal. Just to see you healthy again and playing that way was a thrill for, for so many. What was that like for you, and have you maintained a good track just in terms of your, your physical health? Yeah, thank you. Um, I mean, today I feel, I feel as best as I ever have um... – you know, I feel as healthy as I've ever been. I feel as athletic as I've ever been. Um, so I'm really blessed to be in the position I am. You know, like you said, I went through many injuries at my time in Oregon State, you know, serious injuries. And um, I have to thank God that he allowed me to come back and make full recoveries and even continue to progress my body, you know, past those points where I, where I got hurt. So, um, like I said, I feel blessed to, to be healthy. To go th- Yeah, and Jaden, to go through all of that then, what about specifically the moments you had Last year in big games, a big win at Cal and the pick six against Washington. I mean, you knew when you got the ball against the Huskies, you knew your score. And I'm sure in a moment like that, was it surreal? How thrilling was it to know everything you've been through to have moments like that? Um, you know, in moments like that, you don't, you don't, you can't, you don't really have time to think about stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff that I reflect on, you know, later in the night, but you know, in the, during the play, all I could think is, you know, I, I did my job, you know, as well as I could do it on this play as far as, you know, what, what we were seeing on that play and, you know, seeing that same play in practice. And that was my thoughts, like, this is how, this is what I was supposed to do this play. So um, that's kind of what I was thinking. But then, and then, like you said, when I had time to reflect, you know, it was pretty cool to think of, um, you know, where I came from as far as um, my time here at Oregon State and, you know, finally out there helping, you know, putting points on the board for our team which is pretty cool. Oregon State defensive back Jaden Grant joining us here on this week's edition of the Beaver Sports Podcast. We have seen, and it's been a, it's been an up-and-down roller coaster, Jaden, just through the news about this upcoming college football season. As an athlete trying to prepare for that, is it, uh, is it getting you down? What's your psychological state, if you will, on where we are about this upcoming college football season? Um. I mean, I'm a big believer in just controlling what we can control. Uh, we can't control this coronavirus, obviously, and we can't really control when we come back. So for us, it's really just staying prepared, you know, not forgetting about the task at hand, not forgetting about the goals that we set out to accomplish. And um, although we have to adapt through this coronavirus and all this stuff, we're still working towards achieving those goals for this upcoming season. So for me, it's just about continuing to do our jobs, what we, what we came to Oregon State to do. 
Jaden, what about the school work, digital communications, arts, and zooming your way through through all of it? I mean, I yeah, I hear about the phenomenon in the age we're in, Zoom fatigue. Do you have it? Does it get wearisome? Is it working okay from a classroom standpoint? How's that all going? It's definitely different. I, luckily, I only have one Zoom class that I actually have to you know be in for two hours. Mm-hmm. So it's not too bad. It's, it's twice a week for me. And um, it's definitely easy to get distracted or, you know, zoned out. But, again, it goes back to you know, getting getting your work done and um, not losing focus of the task at hand. And we know that uh, we had to handle our, handle our business academically, you know, every single term. So no excuses just because this is going on. Mm-hmm. Jaden, as a young athlete, you've, you've done a lot. You, you, you've, you're playing college football in a Power 5 school and, and you know, contributing in huge ways. But – and we would love to highlight you. That's what it's all about. But I got to ask you, what was it like growing up with a professional athlete dad? Did did was there good separation there? He let you be you when you're an athlete, and and you're okay with people asking about him or or not? Yeah. Um, growing up, I mean, it's not something that you really think about. It's not something that you really think about like that growing up. Um, but when I, when I do reflect back on me, my dad was always. Uh, he was very hands-off with, me with with our sports. He let us decide what we wanted to do, you know, what interested us, both both of our parents. And then um, whatever we chose to do, you know, they always supported us. And for me, um, my senior year, I remember having to tell him that I was playing football. My son, like, maybe opposed because it was a big season for me for basketball. And he said, if I wanted to do it, he'd support me 100%. And that's how it's always been from both my mom and my dad. Now, I can't think of the, the age and the timing here, but were you ever at a time in school when your dad's playing and then your friends who are NBA fans might say, oh, he was horrible last night or or he was great last <laughs> night? Did you ever experience that? Uh, yeah, I mean, when I was in Miami, when I was a lot younger, I remember, you know, certain friends would have my, my dad's jerseys and stuff like that, you know, always asking certain things or maybe even want to come over to my house. Just, you know, just, just little stuff like that. Um but not, I can't really remember anybody coming up to me and just being like, oh, your dad played a horrible game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that. Jaden Grant, our guest on the podcast. Jaden, basketball was your thing, though, and whether that's an influence, your dad oh, yeah. your dad ultimately supported you, but you were part of four state champions. You, I'm not sure how many if you played on all four, but West Lynn had that incredible run of four state basketball yeah. championships. So that was your deal, right? You thought that was kind of what you were going to do for a long time, huh? Oh. Yeah, that was definitely what I was um, supposed to do. It's, it's crazy how that worked out. I always tell everybody, you know, everybody who really knows me, has known me since high school, they know how crazy my story um, is just on the fact of, of me getting to Oregon State and playing football there. So um, it's always crazy to reflect back on that. Um, but obviously I always have basketball close to my heart. I still believe that I can do some things on the basketball court. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jaden, but then – but then, from what I've read and heard, Elijah Molden, a teammate, Houston Lillard, I mean, you had some people that, that kind of looked and said, well, you know, football could be a de- could also be a track and a path. Were you slow to come around to that, or did you, once you really got into it your senior year and knew what your path could be, did you fully embrace it, or were you still kind of hesitant about all of that even when you played football your senior year? Oh no! I was uh, so I joined. I think I think I joined after the fourth game my senior year. I joined the team, 
And then uh, we had to happen to play 14 games a year because we made it all the way to the state championship. So I was lucky to get those extra four games or whatever it was in the playoffs. Um, but then we, we lost a really hard-fought um, game in the championship. I think it was 7-14. to 14. I just remember I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken after the game. It was, it was the worst loss I've ever you know, had to deal with. And um, I just felt like I wasn't, you know, there's something more out there for me in football. You know, almost like when I stopped playing football during that basketball season, there's still something missing. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. That's amazing. Um, this, this, when, when you were growing up and you, you loved the sport of basketball, you're playing with it, you got Peyton Pritchard, I assume, as a teammate, and you guys are, are on that big run, to get better, did you grow up playing against your dad or, or did you get pointers from him uh, or did you want to separate that and have it be, nah, he's just dad? I mean, he, he was just dad. You know, he was just dad. As far as um, our sports, he, he, I can remember a few times he took us to the gym and stuff like that. But like I said, he, he really wanted us to, to earn it all and want it for ourselves. He didn't want us to, you know, oh, let's, let's go to the gym three times a week and, and work on this. It, it wasn't nothing like that because he wanted us to want it for ourselves. And then once we wanted it for ourselves and, and told him that's what we wanted, that's when he would, you know, offer things like taking us to the gym and, and stuff like that. Um, but really just as far as getting pushed that way, I, I'd have to say um, Peyton Pritchard, you know, it's like my best friend, like my brother. And, man, we, we've had some battles in our years, you know, been going at it, been on the same – we were on the same basketball team, AAU and, and uh, City Ball from sixth grade on. And, uh, man, we just battled every single day all the way up into our – and we really pushed each other every single day to make each other better. And I feel like that really attributed to my competitiveness. You know, when I got to college, I was able to still compete at a high level right when I came in as a freshman, you know, at Oregon State, even though I hadn't really been playing football. Just become just because I was so used to, you know, competing all the time at a very high level and practice every single day, basketball as well. Jaden, is it how accurate, how true is it that you were you were at one point in life you thought you'd end up like Peyton did down the road at Oregon. I mean, you, was that your original thought when it came to football? And then how did it swing Oregon State's way? Oh, yeah, I, I was I was committed to Oregon at first um, for, for Florida Walk-On. It was during the basketball season. Um, I was getting some FCS um, scholarships during my basketball season randomly, like a few days before signing day. And then um, I started getting hit up by, by Oregon and Oregon State. Um, and then I went on a visit to Oregon and ended up committed because my two best friends, Peyton and then Lamar Winston, who played for Oregon, who's from Central Catholic High School, um, they're both going to Oregon. We are all going to live together. And, you know, it just sounded like what I was supposed to be doing. And then I had gotten a DM from Coach Cookis and, and Coach Hall and asked me just to come down to Oregon State just to check it out. And when I got down there, I really liked, you know, the underground, I mean, the underdog mentality. That, that I felt from, from being at Oregon State, I felt like that's it kind of aligned with, with who I was, you know, and especially my track in, in sports. So um, ultimately, I ended up decommitting and flipping to Oregon State. That's probably the best decision I've ever made in my life. It is now, but that sounds like a, a pretty big pull. Your two best friends, you've committed, and then you, someone, you know, coaches reach out to you and you say, okay. It had to have been more than just the underdog mentality because the the pull from the friends was that hard to make that separation and make that decision. 
Yeah, definitely. I can still remember, you know, saying in an interview when I flipped at the time, saying that, you know, the thing that really led me to choose Oregon State was that I was okay with giving up that, you know, the reality of living with my two best friends, you know, going to this school that, you know, I've been a fan of growing up. Um, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it was hard decision, but at the same time, I knew it, I knew what Oregon State was best for me. And for me to be able to realize that, for me to be able to even think about turning down the opportunity to go to college with my two best friends, that's what told me that Oregon State was really right for me. The same thing, I guess, that made it a hard decision, kind of made it an easy decision, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Last few minutes with Jaden Grant. Jaden, from that time, and you're, you're kind of late coming to football, and your football IQ, the learning curve, where you are now heading into 2020, Tell us a little bit about the knowledge and all that you've been absorbing and learning and where you feel you you are individually just in terms of your own football growth and IQ and understanding systems, schemes, coverages, all those things from when you started to where you are now. Um, I, I think that's definitely, um, you know, definitely the strong suit of my game is, is the football IQ part, you know, the, the mental thing. And uh, just coming in day one, you know, coming to Oregon State as a, 165 pound freshman. I wasn't the fastest, never the strongest. And the only thing I could do was be a sponge and learn as much as possible. And uh, that's what I did. Uh, especially my first few years when I had got hurt and had those season ending injuries. I always, you know, took that same focus that I would have had on the field and applied it while I was on the side doing, you know, rehab, watching practice. I would soak everything in. I watched a lot of film. You know, I would ask so many questions to my older teammates. Um, and I really have to give the credit all to my coaches, my position coaches that I've had. I've been able to have three really brilliant position coaches who had really high football IQs and kind of prided their rooms on, on being very, very smart and um, football savvy. So I definitely had a lot of help along the way to get to where I was at. But like I said, I just try to be a sponge from day one and even still today. We hear some great things about Blue Adams and, and how much – Things changed, and and just what he brought to the game of coaching in the secondary. What can you say about Coach Adams? Man, I can't say enough good things about Coach Blue. Um, he pushes us in a way that we know it's coming out of um, love, you know. And he generally cares about us, cares about us. So he, he checks in on us all the time, and he really connects with every single guy in the room. You know, not only on the field but off the field. Um, one thing you know about Blue is that he's going to push you. He's going to push you to your limit. Um, he wants you to live in that, you know, live, get uncomfortable being, I mean, get comfortable being uncomfortable as far as, you know, him challenging you to always you know, strive to be better and to always strive to get your work done and to always, you know, do the right thing. So it's not, it's not only on the field, but off the field. He holds us to um, high expectations and hopes that we um, can work to achieve them. Speaking of expectations, Jaden, the, the sense of enthusiasm, momentum, confidence that you guys, I mean, year three now with Coach Tibisar and the system, and how, who knows what 2020 is going to look like. We hope you get to play your, your full schedule as it currently uh, exists in that same time frame. We'll see. But whatever happens, Jaden, in terms of what you guys think, you've talked about individually, but collectively as a defense, what you think you're sitting on here now in year three in the Tibisar system and how you guys have owned it, learned it, gotten better. I mean, what you, what's possible for you guys now and going forward? Well, you know, all I'm going to say on that is that you will see a, a much improved team. Um, we did take 
steps in uh, last season compared to the season before. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we've had we've had the same defense and the same um, you know coaching staff for the past three seasons, which is kind of rare in college football. So um, you'll see a lot of improvement like you have before. But um, as far as expectations, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. But I know that you know, everybody in our locker room knows what we, we want to go set and achieve. And um, I guess just know that we're working every single day to achieve those goals. And, uh, I'm excited. We're excited for for the whole world to see. I'm going to let John ask you the last thing here in a second about Madden. I've never played Madden, <laughs> but I hear you're good at it. There's a tournament going on. But I want to ask you one thing during this time and maybe how long it's been going on. But I've heard from Steve Fink that your mom uh, has, and uh, fiance have started something called Wonder Love. And, wonder, and, and people can find out more at Wonder Love Tees, as in uh, T E E S, WonderLoveTees.com. Tell us a little bit about that, Jaden, how proud you are of that effort, what it's all about, and how it's helping people through this time and even going forward. Yeah, so my mom and her fiance, they started a company called Wonder Love, in which 100% of the proceeds from the apparel that is sold and created is um, donated to different children charities. And uh, like you said, you stated the website um, that they've had, that they have on them, that's live right now. But um, I'm just really proud of, you know, my mom, Joe, for, you know, doing something that really helps the community. Um, that's how I was raised. That's how my father and my, my mother raised, raised us, you know, to help out, especially for the less fortunate. <clears throat> and so, um, like I said, I'm just really proud of her. She does many other things like that as well as my dad and his foundation. Um, so I'm just really proud of her for that. And it's cool to see, you know, go in the locker room and see a bunch of guys who, you know, are supporting the cause as well buying sweatshirts and buying sweatsuits or shirts or whatever it may be. So that's cool to also see it, um, see it extended to Oregon State, too. Wonderlovetees.com. And your father, of course, the winner of the J. Walter Kennedy Citizenship Award, one of the highest honors in all of pro sports in his uh, tremendous career. So thanks for carrying on that tradition. Is It's so important to your family. Now, something I know nothing of, John, well, I don't know if you've ever played Madden. Oh, I haven't. Well, I think I've we dabbled have a Madden, once or twice. a Madden wizard here, evidently. So, Jaden, is this a Final <laughs> Four you're in with your buddies or like a nationally, <laughs> you know, classified type of deal? Are you, are you talking about the Madden? The yeah, Madden yeah the Madden thing. Yeah, the Madden thing. It's, it's just a tournament between, um, between our team. Okay. So, some of the guys, I guess you could sign up, or some of the guys got referred. I guess I don't really know, but um, basically put put together a bracket, and uh, I think we're in the finals now. I play either Winston Russell or Addison Jones in the final. <laughs> now, are you confident? Yeah. Do you have trash talk or what? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't need to, to do any trash talking. <laughs> uh, everybody in that tournament knows, you know, about my, about my skills. I'm the one who's always getting challenged. Oh. I'm trying to get dethroned, but it hasn't worked. You know, ever since I stepped down, I stepped stepped into Oregon State. I was kind of kind of the one in man. You know, not to brag, but <laughs> just saying. Absolutely, look at the records. The records and the stats—they don't lie. So. If it's true, it ain't bragging. Great job, hey Jaden. Thanks for the time on the podcast. Uh, keep up the great work. Uh, we look forward to seeing you and all your teammates back on the field at some point. Really enjoyed the visit. Thanks for making it happen for us. We appreciate it. Oh. Of course, and thank you guys both for having me. Thank you, Jaden. Jaden Grant, brought to you in part by U.S. Bank. We know when you invest in a community, the community invests in you. U.S. Bank is committed to providing high-quality, innovative products and services. 
that meet the needs and demands of our customers. U.S. Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Experience Beaver Game Day fun in Corvallis. Extend your stay and take in all the Willamette Valley has to offer. Visit Corvallis is a sponsor of this podcast. Come for the game, stay to play. And again, things are slowly opening up and hopefully we'll have something for visiting Corvallis soon. And this show, all season long, brought to you also in part by Lacrosse Boots. Done right since 1897. A delightful visit with uh, an outstanding young man in Jaden Grant. I'd kind of forgotten. I'm glad he revisited the whole flirtation down the road, and he ended up in the right place. Yeah, it's a good story mm-hmm. because if you're there with your buddies and you, you're young and and you know breaking out on your own is a scary thing, and all it took was a call from Jay Cookus and the, the <laughs> He's here now. Sitting on a big year, his redshirt junior year with the clock extended, rightly so, after missing essentially his first two full seasons with injuries that he's battled back from. That's going to do it. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again on another edition of the Beaver Sports Podcast. So long, everybody. This has been the Beaver Sports Podcast, brought to you by Hum Kombucha. It's feel-good, taste-good kombucha, packed with probiotics and boosted with B12 vitamins, brewed in Bend, Oregon for Beaver Nation. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Beaver Sports Network.